0: Welcome, friends, to the Freedom Cast. You are not the crazy one—not quite a podcast, but rather a kick of confidence to pursue real freedom in your life and not the false, manufactured freedom of this world. My name is Jody Meschuck, and I am super excited that you are here and a part of a community of sovereign human beings. Listen, if you've been called crazy, you are not alone because I've been called crazy for thirteen years talking about truth. We are gonna dive deep into some controversial things. Not sure why they're called controversial when they're truth, but we're gonna dig deep into them. Some hard things we're gonna talk about, some things that might step on some toes, and you can take what resonates with you and leave the rest behind, kind of like a buffet. My goal is just for you to feel less crazy because you're not. Truth is not subjective, but people are. Even though you know, hmm, Others still don't. Where the everyday mama meets uncompromised truth, and where your small, apprehensive no becomes a strong and resounding hell no. Let's get into it. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Cast with A.A. Ron and Jody today. Hello. All right. We're going to bust through. We got 30 minutes. So 30 minutes, 30 minutes of your time and attention. We're going to bust through some topics. And the first one we're going to start out with, as you notice that the, the uh, title of this Freedom Cast is Christians are commissioned to be involved in politics mm. or almost required in a way.
1: I say be engaged.
0: But Exactly. So here's the thing. Let's start out with this because we're going to hit a few topics today. But the undertone of this is not sitting back and waiting for Jesus to just come and save us all, not sitting back and praying it away. Mm. Like there is, there really is a difference between being engaged and sitting back and just waiting for somebody else to fix our problems. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about this. What are your thoughts right off the bat?
1: Well, I think, uh, you know, for, for those who are of a religious faith, to just sit there and watch everything happen and not be active, I think is wrong. And I think for some Christians, the idea of, oh, I just, you know, hope that, Jesus comes next week. Well, remember this. Uh, in the Bible, clearly states you, you do not know the hour, time, date, season of when Jesus will return. Okay. Yes, there will be signs. But at the end of the day, nobody knows. Only God knows when Jesus will come back to earth. Um, but I do think about, you know, Christians who choose just to let things happen and cuddle up in their own room and hide. It goes back to the parable of the talents in which the master gives his servants each talents based. All right. First servant gets, I think it was uh, five, the next servant three and then the last servant one and the first two servants went out and actually doubled the talents. Okay. The last servant decided to take the talents and dig it in a hole. And then, of course, when the master comes back, he says, oh, what have you done? The two said, hey, I've doubled your talents. The last one said, I didn't. The, the master then kicks the servant out, takes the talent and, get, and splits it with the other two. So really what's, what, what I'm trying to get to is this. God expects us to do things, to be active, not to to be a witness, to be salt and light. You cannot be salt and light if you're hiding in your house.
0: Very true. Very true. We're not biblical scholars, by the way, but I don't think you need to be a biblical scholar to understand concepts and to understand what what we learn from reading the Bible and what we learn from history and what we learn from you know, even in our prayer time, right, and becoming closer to God's word and closer to what he has called us to do. And, and I think when I when I look at this, I, you know, we're in such a we're in such a time that none of us ever thought we would be here, I don't think, in terms of vaccine mandates, in terms of government overreach, tyranny, like, it's interesting to me how, I mean, just the amount of Just, I mean, you could say the word gaslighting, but the amount of like, when when we're trying to tell people like, you do not understand the severity of this. And we talk about history, like the parallels that you can even draw to what, what was happening in Germany in 1942. And then you have the cognitive dissonance of many people who are believers are like, oh, no, it's not that bad. Oh, you can't compare the two. Oh, you can't draw parallels to that. They're just trying to keep everyone safe. They're just trying to, you know, stop this pandemic. And, And there's this sense of cognitive dissonance, which is sticking your head in the sand and just ignoring it. I think there's a lot of things at play here, right? So you've got, let's just take a group of believers and and we all have experiences to many different levels of people who we know or who are in our family or our friend circles who are also maybe believers. And you have those who know that corruption exists, who see what's going on, sticking their head in the sand in cognitive dissonance because they don't want to deal with it or it's too hard.
1: It, 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 I mean, there's a lot of factors. It, it's too hard. I just look at it and and say, Especially at the height of it, when finally churches decided enough is enough, we're going to open up. Of course, the big one in Los Angeles that it, you know resulted in a lawsuit, uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, where you have pastors saying, "You know what? We're going to open up. Come hell or high water." Well, you have
0: pastor. You have a pastor in Canada getting arrested. Right, and he's standing and holding the line.
1: Right, and he. and he chose to get arrested upon reentering into Canada. Um, What saddens me, though, was some pastors basically going with the flow. And that's what led us from leaving one church to our current church now, where our pastor is very, um, I don't want to say he's he's outspoken, but he definitely has set the tone that regardless if you're vaccinated or not, we're going to have church.
0: Yeah. No masks. No mask. You choose what you want for you. Uh, he speaks out against critical race theory and he and he's an African American pastor yeah and he speaks out against that he speaks out against Planned Parenthood and Margaret singer and abortion and all of this stuff so really again, you know coming back to this conversation of of how do we engage because it's going to be on different levels and what we're not saying here is that everyone has to run for office or that everyone has to hold a picket sign or that everyone has to get a megaphone and yell or that everyone has to get deleted from social media seven times like me. Right. But there's a level of engagement. We can't stick our head in the sand.
1: Right. Well, then, I mean, and that I think has, has happened is because, you know, it's the old saying at dinner time, especially when family gatherings, you don't discuss two things, religion and politics. And I can speak from firsthand experience growing up as a little kid where my grandfather and his brother, who are both alpha males, but polar ends of the spectrum when it comes to their professions, uh, they would battle it out and yell at each other. And I'd go into the room, cry, thinking my Uncle John was being mean to my grandfather. But at the end of the day, they loved each other. They shook hands, hugged, and said goodbye. Today, you, there's two camps and nobody is willing to talk.
0: It's well very few. There are you, you do see a movement for sure of people who are like really they get it. Yeah. They get it. They're they're doing everything that they can to lead with love and to witness and to un- unite unite people right. and to be that bridge. But at the end of the day again just coming back to this conversation of like you know as believers we are here. This is our this is our earthly home. And whether you are looking at the topic of a vaccine mandate and the massive overreach of the Biden administration, which is you know the whole OSHA thing, and it's going to go to the Supreme Court, and we'll talk about that in a second, um, or you're looking at what's happening in your local schools with critical race theory, mm-hmm. um, it, it's even it's even your day to day of with our families, with Work. our children, with being aware of the dangers of social media and standing for truth and, and protecting our children from that, from deadly vaccines, right? Like that is like, we are here on earth for a purpose, not just to exist right. and wait for Jesus to come.
1: Well, I, I think what really caused this, you know, with regards to the vaccine and churches, it has caused the church, People to split, in my opinion, mm-hmm. those that look at the vaccine and say, you know what? No, I'm not going to get it from my own personal preference, beliefs, whatever it is. And then you have those that have got the vaccine that have sort of elevated themselves up, let's say, to sort of look down on those that haven't got the vaccine. And, and you got the gaslight, the shaming and all that, which I think is really sad within the church because, you know what, I have my personal beliefs, the reasons why I don't get the vaccination. Why? Because I don't believe that it would, A, work. I think you're putting toxins in your body. B, I have the China virus. I survived.
0: You have immunity. I have immunity. That's how the body works. That's how God designed our body to work.
1: And so <clears throat> with that, um, I think the church really needs to heal. Um, because I I've seen on social media where, you know, people are posting the fact that they got the shot and it's like, who cares? I, I mean, do you feel that special to elevate yourself?
0: Well, I think that's what it is, is it's, uh, it's, it's a, a it's a wounding. It's everyone has a wound. Even but as believers, we have wounds. I have a past. You have a past. You know, I talk about our marriage on social media every so often, which is like, I've been, I've been divorced. I have a past. Right, but I could sit in that, and I could stay there, yeah. Or I could move forward and heal. Right, and so we we all carry baggage. Is my point? We all are human. We all are in. We're not infallible. We're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. The only the only perfect out there is is Jesus. Right, right? and so. The church has been immensely fractured through this, but I think it's been fractured for quite some time.
1: Well, it's been fractured out of fear. It's been fractured out of politics. I mean, look at the Catholic church. You know, I mean, if you think about the Catholic church, you have a Pope that preaches the vaccines and at the same time is very socialist and won't condemn other Catholics who, for example, endorse abortion. Mm-hmm. So, you, i.e., Biden and Pelosi. Or then you have local parish priests who have finally stood up and said, no, this is wrong. This guy should not, you know, receive the sacraments, for example, because he kills innocent lives or he's in support of killing, killing innocent mm-hmm. lives. So, yeah.
0: yeah. And there's just, yeah, there, you know, and the other thing that I see too is, The, and I think this can happen, this happens just, you know, anywhere, but in particular, we can see this and experience this as believers, which is of course we have a savior, right? Like we know that we are saved. We know that we are going to heaven, but we can't use that as a crutch. No. And, and that, that really is, you know, let's even take this as an example, which there was a recent thing that came out about RFK Jr. Um, You know, he's been on the front lines with Children's Health Defense mm-hmm. and really speaking out. And, you know, of course, his law, probably a lot of history in that family. A lot of trauma, I would only assume. A lot <laughs> right? of skeletons. A lot, a lot of skeletons in that closet. But, you know, there was something that, you know, of course you can't trust anything that the media does and everything is context and everything is trying to figure out the actual truth and some things will never know the truth. But he got basically ripped apart because supposedly he had a party and required Guest to be vaccinated to come to his party. Now, do I think that that's true? No, I don't. He came out with a statement saying that that's not true and everybody has to make their own decisions. Um, and then you have Trump, who uh, apparently was speaking in Dallas last weekend and said he got the booster shot. Why am I saying this? Because nobody, a human is not a savior. We right. can't look outward to people. We can't look outward to others and and allow their choices, their behavior, their decisions to drive us, in, right? In that direction. In that direction. And also understanding that they are human, they right? Are. So who cares what media says this or that or whatnot? What do you want? What is your decision? What is the best interest what for it, you? What is, yes. Wh- where is your sovereignty? It's inside of you. You're already born with that. You have been given sovereignty from the very beginning of being born, right? And so just like in the church, we can't use Jesus as a crutch. Even though he is our savior, we are washed white as, as snow and clean and our sins, and we know that we're going to heaven. We can't look at other people also and expect them to be our savior. Right. We have to get into action and engage. That's my whole point here. Mm-hmm. Is regardless, the the whole, the whole thing here is you've got to get engaged. Whatever level that is for you. And it's not going to look like the same thing as somebody else. Because we all have a different capacity. We all have a different life. But you have something inside of you that you can give the world. And so don't ever believe the lie that you have to just stick your head in the sand and wait for a savior to come. I agree. That's all you have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just thinking but we can't outsource. No, you can't outsource your power. You can't outsource your power to somebody else. That's going to fix the, the government or come and fix your school or come and save you from your job. That's requiring a vaccine. No, you stand in your power and you know that at the end of the day you don't have to do anything
1: right no the what i was thinking about was our old church that we went to mm-hmm. and how i our the, the lead pastor decided to you know close up shop so to speak and as other churches in other states that had far harsher conditions what in terms of the law and all that they were opening up they were holding service they didn't care if you wore a mask or not got the shot or not, they wanted church. And our pastor at the time decided to take the easy road. And well cave, and I had to cave write to it.
0: culture. Cape to culture.
1: And I wrote that pastor an email in mm-hmm. basically refuting what he had basically said in the, in the video of oh we're just buying time and we want to help those that need it most and all that. And it's like, well, no, I mean, think of it like a church as a hospital. It, it The church should be open. Now, if you're afraid to, that you're getting sick or going to get sick, then stay home. The church shouldn't stay closed because of the fear of getting sick.
0: Right. And so we've, again, we've seen the church almost be a crutch for people too. Oh yeah. Instead of, instead of going back to what is, what does the Bible say? What, what, what does God tell you? Not what does your pastor tell you? Right. Right. Because your pastor is not perfect. No. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I love so, our new
1: pastor. But... Yes.
0: He's awesome. Okay. So kind of along this line of, you know, getting engaged and that we can't stick our head in the sand. Uh, we obviously have a few things going on, which is of course the, um, the white house statement. I don't know if you guys saw that, but let's read this here. Cause uh, Biden is supposed to have some kind of, uh, amazing press conference tomorrow. So here's here's the White House statement. We are intent on not letting Omicron uh, disrupt work and school for the vaccinated. You've done the right thing and we will get through this. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves. Wow, that sounds real positive. Great. Your Your families and the hospitals, you may soon overwhelm. I mean, that sounds really encouraging, doesn't it?
1: It sounds I'm
0: super encouraged.
1: I you know, first off, I want to see all the 81 million people with the Biden flags. I don't see them at all. I don't see them at all. No, build back better hats. Nope, nope, nope. Thank no. you, Joe Manchin. Yep. And the fact that he was gonna unify the country.
0: Well, he hasn't unified
1: anything. This He's is a just
0: zip dong. It's it's straight shaming, it's threats. Um, and and again, you look at it like, okay, what what does a group of believers do? Do we sit back and do we just allow this to happen or do we engage and speak up about this and push back? And you know what? The only way out of this guys is to push back is to stop complying.
1: Right. Just literally stop. And the, you know, this, the sad thing is, is for many people, they, they're living in a state of fear. You know, well, what, what happens if I, you know, don't do this or X, Y, and Z, is you got to be able to take a step out in faith on this. And, you know, when I think about his, the White House comments today, it, I mean, if you think about this whole entire virus, the scandemic, as I call it, I'm not vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, then you shouldn't be afraid of me because you shouldn't be getting sick. Sure.
0: That's their logic.
1: Okay. (laughs) But that's the
0: logic, right? They're still getting sick. They are the ones actually getting sick and dying. Both from COVID and the shot. shot. And they're the ones spreading it.
1: Right. (laughs) So that's where where somebody needs to call them out. Because if you got the shot to protect you from not getting the COVID, but you got the COVID. And and
0: or you got deathly ill from the shot itself because of all the poison in it. Which again, there's there's this like weird cognitive dissonance of not connecting the dots for that because I personally, in the last week, have had several conversations with people who I know. I mean, these are close conversations of heart attacks, like a father randomly dying of a heart attack after a booster. Mm. Oh, but it was just random. No, it had nothing to do with the shot. At what point... Do you go to your physician and doctor and say, bull crap? Mm. I'm calling you out. And by the way, you physicians out there who are sitting on your butts and not saying anything and you see the corruption and you know what's going on and you are not saying anything because you fear your license being revoked or you fear losing your job. You have blood on your hands. Yeah. Plain and simple. The children that will die at your hands, that is blood on your hands. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. So there's this level of not wanting to connect the dots. Right. Absolute cognitive dissonance. And I'll say this again, you guys, the only way out of this, two things, because now this is kind of... You know, how the Supreme Court's going to see the OSHA case now? Uh, it's the, the Sixth Circuit has overruled the Fifth Circuit, which now there's dissension. So it goes to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court will most likely hear it because it's such a big case. And can't put our faith in, in Coney Barrett or Kavanaugh, by the way. Um, none of that matters, though, you guys. It's your state. It's your state that has the power. It's you as the human being that has the power to just say no, I'm not going right. to do it. I'm not going to do it. Well, That's when the entire thing collapses. You all decide you're not you're you're just not going to do it. There is nothing they can do. They rely on you to be their slave in their system in order for their horrific
1: plan to work. Well, I think about where we live and finally the town got so fed up The town council they voted seven to zero to open up businesses within the county.
0: Yeah, we basically became a sanctuary city in a good way.
1: Yeah, (laughs) not for
0: illegals. (laughs) Plus,
1: plus we are a sanctuary city for the Second Amendment.
0: Yes, that too. So, so guys, again, just you know, I know a lot of you out there. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably already on the same page as us for the most part. But and I know you're not out there complying. But but really, what we need to understand is at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the court says. It doesn't matter what King Biden is trying to declare. It doesn't, it doesn't, none of that matters. You get to decide, you hold the cards. Right. And here on earth is where we are commissioned to
1: do this work. Well, I think a lot of people will look at the Bible and say, well, you know, we have to submit to authority. And I understand that God puts people in authority over us in certain things throughout in our life, whether it be parents, our parents, or maybe in terms of government. But there is that defining line where the government infringes on the rights of the people. Okay, or they take their power and abuse it. Okay, case in point, Jesus walks into the temple and up overturns the money, the, the, the money cart. Now he's not overturning the money cart just because of that. It's because of the corruption that was in the temple itself. Okay. And so with us, we can sort of overturn the cart with the corruption within our government by voting in people at the state level. At yeah. The, I, at the, at the local actually, level.
0: I'm glad you're bringing this up because there's, I, I I can't tell you enough how much it concerns me, the conversations that I hear of. Well, your vote doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I haven't voted. I've never voted. Um, I mean, it's all, you know, it's, it's look what they did in the election. It's all fraudulent. It doesn't matter. Like, what's the point? That is so concerning because right. that is a, birthright, it's a God-given right that we have, not only to be active as a human being to further, in a way, further Christ in society by how we vote right. and how we show up, but you, you're giving up something that is so sacred to the to the constitutional republic that right. we live in.
1: Well, you know, it, I, my, my this just came to me right now. If you don't vote, then you don't have a voice and that's your choosing. And, and at the end of the day, if you don't vote, then you don't have room to whine and complain because you gave up that right. And no, one, and no one took it away from you. You just gave it up that right voluntarily. And so you have no room to talk right now.
0: Right. And regardless of whether it's, yeah, of course things are corrupt. You guys, we live in a sin fallen world. Ever since Eve ate the darn apple, we live in a sin fallen world. Mm. Right. So, so is everything perfect? No, it's not about being perfect. Living here on this earth is not supposed to be unicorns and rainbows and the garden of Eden. I mean, originally sure, but then Eve ate the apple and we we have something called free will. So we either sit back and we we live in misery basically waiting for the end of the earth and I can't imagine that. That would be so miserable just to sit back and wait and wait and wait. Right. Versus life is hard it's refining us. right? It's growing us. It's bringing us closer to his word, closer to God. And so being engaged and active in that process is such a gift that we have been given. Mm-hmm. So if you're worried your vote doesn't count, then you need to get involved and fix your states. Yep. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. So, all right, guys. So uh quick little 30 minutes today because we didn't have much time, but um, if, you, if you enjoy these chats, though, by the way, just know that uh, Coach Aaron here goes into the Warrior Center and does history chats all the time. Ooh. And we actually just dropped a video in the Warrior Center, a, very, a much more extensive video on the OSHA mandates, the Supreme Court, what to think about, what to look for, the scenarios. But again, at the end of the day, you yeah, guys, the way out of this is your state and you not complying. Um, And we really kind of talk through that. So if you're not in the Warrior Center, that's a really great place to dig into information, not just political information, but health information where I teach there all the time. um, And really in a much smaller community where you get to know people and feel like you're not alone because you are not alone and you are not the crazy one. Uh, so thanks for tuning in today, you guys. We appreciate you. We will be here for more coming up soon. Yep. And we hope you guys have a good day. Hey guys, thanks for joining the episode today. As a reminder, you can connect with me over at thewarriorcenter.com. You can also grab my book Autism Reimagined on Amazon, available both Audible, ebook, Spanish. English, and you can also head to to rule.com for some freedom gear. Remember this, my friends, you are a sovereign human being, and you hold the power, not the government. See you next time.